What's happening, peeps? It's your boy, Henny Wrestling. Welcome to another episode of Henny Wrestling Podcast. Um, hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving with your families and friends. Um, my Thanksgiving was normal. Like, it was just, you know, eat a bunch of food and chill. You know, I'm really, I'm not really, like, so, like, big and dance and stuff. I just eat the food and I just chill. I was in Garfield mode, so. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoy with families and friends. Um, catch up, catch up, because, you know, the pandemic has been crazy. And now things looking back to normal. So I hope you guys really enjoy your Thanksgiving. Um, second, I want to give my prayer. I want to send my thoughts and prayers to um, Sam mittens and um one of my twin birth one of my twin birthday brothers from the off the top row podcast um each of them lost a family member um it sucks it really does to like you see a family for almost all your life and then to see them leave the earth it's really hard especially if you were really close especially if you was really especially if you was really close to a family member um I don't want to bring mine up, but um, I remember losing my grandmother seven years ago, seven years ago, like the year just started. And then I just lose my grandmother like my dad gave me that my dad gave me that phone call. I was an on the ground train, so I couldn't even pick up the phone. But he had called me numerous of times and I gave and I called him and he was like, you know, your grandma passed away. Like that was one of the most devastating news I ever received in my life so i know what it's like to lose a family member and i i'm gonna keep you guys in prayer you know so the lord can give you strength and the lord can uh yeah so the lord give you strength so you guys can move forward because losing a family member especially if you were really close to that family member um really sucks so my prayers will go to mittens sam and one of my twin birthday bros from off the top rope podcast May the Lord give you strength. May the Lord give you give you a peace, a peace that is so fur, that is further understanding. And may the presence of God be each and every one of you guys. So today we're gonna talk about full gear that happened last Saturday. I was there live and in person, and giving my predictions for um, Survivor Series um, War Games. Um, Y'all Boston people, y'all lucky. We had Survivor Series last year, but we don't have war games. You guys do. And if I never went through a finance, uh, I won't say financial hardship, but if I never, if I never had these problems around my life, I think I would have made that trip to Boston to see war games. And plus, it's a Saturday, so I would be fine. But um, I hope I do see a war games or blood and guts, cause man, I the blood and guts. Before the pandemic, like March 25th, Newark, New Jersey, 2020, that was my gift. I was born on March 25th. That was my 30th birthday gift right there. Blood and guts in Newark, New Jersey. But because of the pandemic, all that went out of the window. So hopefully I do see a war games um, in person. And I know in Jesus name, I will one day. So let's see what happens. But for now. I watch it. I watch it at home, and enjoy war games there. So we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna talk about um, full gear. Um, I couldn't do the predictions because I had a lot going on last weekend, but let's go. So the first match 
was the steel cage match between Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Unfortunately, I missed that match. Thank you, um, Poly Transportation. And also, I had to go with my little sister. I had to go to my with my younger sister to take to to Yonkers for certain things. So a lot of things really came into play for me to miss um the steel cage match. Um. Just watching it, I felt like they wanted to beat the crap out of each other. And that's what they did. Um, now, I know when we see a steel cage match, the rules are either you win by pinfall submission or escape the cage. Well, unfortunately, with AEW, you, you have to win in the, you have to win pinfall submission in the ring. So if you go outside the ring, that doesn't matter. Um, they really beat the crap out of each other. Um, Christian Cage was was trying to it was do it was just a lot. Um, I forgot what the hell he did, but um, they Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus really beat the hell out of each other. And Jungle Boy from the top of the cage elbow drop Luchasaurus right through the table wasn't perfect, but the he went through a table, um, Luchasaurus, and then. Jungle Boy made um Luchasaurus tap, so there's his redemption. So going for Jungle Boy, I think we're just waiting for Christian Cage to heal up and see the match between Jungle Boy and Christian Cage because we never had that match yet. It was supposed to happen at All Out, but we soon to find out that Christian Cage got injured, so that's why we never see we never saw that match um come into fruition. So we'll definitely see that match um. Down the road, once Christian Cage is one hundred percent, if he's medic and he's medically clear, we'll see Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. So good one for Jungle Boy. The trios tag team titles on the line: Death Triangle versus the Elite. Um, this was a this was a fun match. Now I think this match was just spots. It was just spots after spots after spots after spots, which is fine. You know, it's fine. Everyone has their different wrestling. Now, I had the Elite winning that match. I had Jungle Boy. So, I had, um, I had Jungle Boy winning the first match. I had the Elite winning the second match. But um, <laughs> the temptation was real with Ray Phoenix. Um, he used one of the weapons that Pac used. To pick up the victory. So I guess this trio's tag team match is a best of seven. Um, this match here, um, Death Triangle got one win. And just last Wednesday, um, Death Triangle won again. So they're 2-0. They only need two more wins. And that's it. They're, they're still the, um, the AEW trio's tag team champions. But... Looking at it, they're going to push that all the way to January 11th. But that's how I see it. I don't know what's the idea. But for now, good win for Death Triangle. The TBS title on the line, Jay Cargill versus Nyla Rose. I am not going to hold you guys. As soon as people saw that match was next on the screen, they just turned into SpongeBob. I, right, I'm going to head out. Like they, Everyone just went to the back, whether it was going to the bathroom to the merch or get something to eat <laughs> nobody it felt like no one was invested in this match and it's unfortunate because we all knew that jay cargill was gonna win like nyla rose was just gonna be another victim 
So one thing that I like, two things that I liked, um, Nyla Rose along with Vicky and, and Marina Shafir, I hope I said her name right, they came in, they came in um, with the lowrider because d- during this month, um, Eddie Guerrero passed away. So they paid a tribute to the late, great Eddie Guerrero. And second, um, they almost they almost made believe that Nala Rose was going to be the one to defeat Jake Cargill. But that wasn't the case. Jake Cargill picks up the win and her belt. So Jake Cargill was my pick as well. So still your TBS champion, Jake Cargill. And let's see what's next with, for Nyla. Um, looks like Jake Cargill got a little altercation with, with Bow Wow. Um, it's going to be a problem, but still your champ, um, Jake Cargill. The fatal four-way for the Ring of Honor world title, Chris Jericho defending against Brian Danielson, Claudio, and Sammy Guevara. Now my pick was Chris Jericho. This was a this was a this was a fun match to watch. Everyone had their moments. Um look at it closely towards the end. Um while Claudio was was spinning um Sammy. Um Jericho did not catch Claudio on a Judas effect. Like I don't know what was the idea upon that around that, but he didn't catch him with the Judas effect. And then Jericho hit him with the Judas effect again to pick up the win. Now, I thought there was going to be a heel turn, but I guess not. So Jericho is still your Ring of Honor world champion. And I just found out today while watching Rampage that we will have a second match between Jericho and Claudio. Now, if Claudio lose, he has no other choice but to join the Jericho Appreciation Society. So Claudio has has a lot. Well, he really doesn't have a lot. He does. I don't think he has a lot to lose because we're gonna go into fur. We're gonna go further. Why? But come December tenth, I believe, if he doesn't defeat Jericho. He's joining Jericho Appreciation Society. And I think that's what's going to happen because I do believe that until till Tony Khan can get that TV deal for Ring of Honor, we won't see Jericho um, dropping that belt anytime soon. All right, we're going to go with this match. Um, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus um, Soraya. Um, I had Soraya winning this match. Now, seeing this match, honestly, I saw this more of how Surya's neck is going to endure because remember um her she had to retire because of a neck injury while she was in WWE and she hasn't wrestled for a very very long time and to and for her to be medically clear to face Britt Baker on her first match back i think this match is to show that to show that Surya is good to go and she could wrestle um, healthy wise, um, that's how I saw it, and Soraya picks up her picks up the win. So, congratulations to Soraya. She was my pick for this match, and Britt Baker. She's the she's the face of the the AEW Women's Division along with Jay Cargill. So, I don't think this match hurt her at all. The TNT Championship on the line. Warlow defending the belt against Samoa Joe 
and against powerhouse Hobbs. Where's Biggie? Big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> um, this match had its moments. It had its moments. Crazy, crazy. It had its moments. Um, I had Hobbs winning this match. I felt like they were. I felt like these people wasn't doing anything with Warlord with the TNT title. I felt like they wasn't doing anything ever since he won that. I thought they was gonna give that title to Hobbs, but they gave it to Samoa Joe. Now Joe is <laughs> Samoan two belts or Joe two belts, however you want to call it. He is a Ring of Honor Television Champion. Now he is TNT Champion. So let's see what is the plan for for Samoa Joe. Now he's holding two belts, and let's see what's next for Warlord. Let's see what's next for Powerhouse Hobbs. Man, I hope they have plans for for Powerhouse Hobbs. I just feel like with this stack roster, they should not even, even if they're not in a title picture, they just put put them in feuds and stuff. Like, I just don't want to continue to talk about this, but it's like you can't just have a stack roster and just cherry pick. Like, that was my concern when um when Khan starts signing so many ex WWE guys. Like, you have your foundation now. You start signing all these 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 star, these powerhouse superstars that now you don't know what to do. And I think he should take a back seat, hire someone that knows how to book. And he just, and Khan just brand business, just market his brand and market AEW and stuff. But um, going for some more Joe. The, oh no, wait, hold on. The tag team match between Sting, Darby Allen, Jay Lethal, and Jeff Jerry. Um, it had its moments. It was a fun match. Um, I felt like I thought Darby and Jay Lethal was going to carry over because Sting and Jeff Jarrett, they're like old. But Sting in his 60s still doing is beyond is beyond me. Um, There was a spot where Darby was going to do the coffin drop from the top of the ladder. And then this big dude just caught him and had him like on a razor's edge. Like my man carried him. Like he was a f like he was his nephew and just toss him right on the ramp. Like goodness gracious, Darby Allen tried to hit the coffin drop. I think to yeah to Jay and then Jared just hit him with the guitar. There was a spot where Lethal was gonna do the lethal ejection, but I think what they were trying to do like Sting catch him and then Scorpion Death Drop. Looking at it, I think what Sting could have done was grab him like he was going to do a German suplex and then hit him with the coffin drop. I mean, with the scorpion death drop and then finish off like that. But it's wrestling. Things like this happen. Like if you're just a WWE person, if you haven't seen the indies, this happens in the indies, too. So it sucks, but it is what it is. So going for Sting and Darby Allen, they were, he was, they were my pick to um to win this match and if i'm hearing that jay lethal and jeff jerry or jay lethal and the big guy are the next for the tag team titles what the hell are you doing tony khan but we'll talk about that the aew interim women's title on the line tony storm versus jamie hater um the crowd was over jamie hater like they was really rooting rooting for her to really win this match um we had it should have been me moment with tony storm hitting the sweet cheek music on jamie hater 
and all of that stuff. And I was like, um, you know, she's taken by Juice Robinson, right? <laughs> but still, <laughs> they had they it was it was a that match. It was like we all we all wanted Hater to win the title. Um, she did win. You could thank um Rebel and um Dr. Britt Baker DMD for that for that win. And not only that, haters rewarded as the new AEW Women's World Champion. She's no longer interim. She is now AEW Women's World Champion. Um, it looks like Tony Khan came in a conclusion to like re- have Thunder Rosa relinquish the belt until she is healthy and ready to compete again. And I'm going to give him credit. I know this time that I don't give him credit, but I'm going to give him credit for this one. Tony Storm title defenses will be now recognized as her being the AEW Women's Champion. So now she is a former AEW Women's Champion. I'll give credit to Tony Khan for that because it will it would honestly suck. She was walking around as interim champion. Jamie Hayden won and then now Hayden's going to be recognized as Women's Champion and not Tony Storm. But I'm going to give credit to Tony Khan and Let's see what is next for Hater. I think we might see the feud between Hater and Britt Baker. I think Hater's gonna turn on Babyface because Britt Baker she she always want to be that top female in the AEW Women's Division. She want to be the face of the AEW's um Women's Division. So you know that self center and that you know that self center urgency is gonna come up with Britt Baker, and we'll definitely see Jamie Hater and Britt Baker um feud down the road might be sooner rather than later but we'll see what happens um if i haven't mentioned this my pick was tony storm and unfortunately she dropped the belt so congratulations to jamie hater let's see what is next for tony storm and yeah let's see what's in store for her um for me she got they got a lot they got a lot they got a lot they got a lot of women that she could like work with but let's see how they do this the AEW Tag Team Titles on the line. The Acclaim versus Swerve in Our Glory. Now, I think this was a good choice for, like, Swerve in Our Glory get one more shot. Because if they would have gave this to FTR, the, the title run the Acclaim would, is having, was having would be pointless. Because you cannot choose FTR over the Acclaim. When it comes to the championship tag team titles. So I think with the acclaim, you just give them a nice run. You just give them a nice run. And then when the time is right, you give it to FTR. When the time is right. But um this was a this was a very good match. This was a very good match. Both all had their spots. Um I think Caster like crossbodied Lee and went went right through the guardrail that um swerve took out brought out through the crowd um i didn't see billy gunn i think billy gunn was banned from ringside everybody was waiting for for that scissor (laughs) moment because if you watch if you watch the entrance of the acclaim um you hear anthony bowens when he when he said the acclaim have arrived he looks at billy gunn scissor me daddy 
guy, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, one of uh, one of the one of the one of the boy one of my boys that came, he like, yo, yo, y'all gonna scissor me? I'm like, we ain't, we not about that life. Like, we could do the scissor me daddy ch- um chant. Oh, scissor, we could do that. But if I was like scissoring, like that's not happening. <laughs> but this was a tr- this was a very good match. Um, at the end, um. It looks like Keith Lee and it's like Keith Lee had enough of Swerve's nonsense, and the acclaim picks up the win. They were my picks to win. Um, it makes sense. They are tag team like Swerve and Lee. They're really not tag. They could be tag team, but they're not like tag team tag team. You know. So I'm wondering what's gonna happen next to Swerve and Our Glory now. As I said previous, if Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal or Jay Lethal the Big Dude are the next in line for the AW Tag Team Titles, what the hell? You got the Butch and the Blade. You got John Silver and Alex Reynolds. You have the best friend. You have the best friend Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta. You have FTR. Um, you have the you have the the Gun Club. You have top flight. I'm hearing that Darius Martin got hurt again. Like, yo, my man is injury prone. He can't catch a break. I think Dante Martin got to go. Dante Martin has to go solo because, like, every time Darius comes back, he gets hurt. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Like the tag team used to. The tag team was stacked. It's stacked. Um, you got um, Danny Magic and his tag team partner. I forgot this guy's name. You got them. I mean, the, if the goal was to bring the best tag team wrestling from the beginning, why are we mix? Why are we doing all of this bullcrap? The tag team division is supposed to be for a tag team division. Now, if one person is ready for the singles competition, or let's say one is hurt and the other one need and the other one needs to be active, then fine, you put them in a singles competition until the tag team partner comes back. But if the goal in AEW is to bring the best tag team as possible to the world, then all of this is going on is the opposite of what the vision that the Young Bucks had. I'm sorry. Like, I thought we was going to see um, Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy. Shout out to them. Another tag. Like. The tag team division AEW is ridiculous, and the fact that these and the fact that they're not taking advantage of it, it's mind blowing. But um, my pick was the acclaim, and they retained the title. So congratulations with them to them. And let's go to the main event: John Moxley versus MJF for the AEW World Tag World Tag Team Title for the AEW World Title. What's wrong with me? Um, slow pace, slow pace match. The f- y'all fans are fickles. Yeah, I was like, I want you made my heart say, and then when they was introducing John Moxley, y'all was booing him from the, I was booing him from the intro to the end of the match, and then y'all, and then y'all was cheering, thank you, Moxley. Y'all some bunch of fickles, like. The, this could have been 50-50. Like I know you guys, I know a lot, I know a lot of us wanted MGF to win, but. Dog, make it 50-50 at least. But it was a very it was a slow paced match. Um these guys had both these guys had their moment both these guys had their moment. Towards the end, MJF wanted to use the the ring. I think the pinky ring, whatever the case may be. Regal came 
I thought I thought he was going to say something to Excalibur because every time, whether it's Rampage or Dynamite, dude always say something that I'm like, hey, yo. <laughs> but um, I guess not. So Regal will tell me, MJF, you're not using that ring. So MJF threw that off. Um, one I think one referee got knocked not knocked out knocked down. Other referee got knocked down. And then Mosley had MGF in a submission hold. Um, MGF tapping now, but he knows that the referee is, is down. So Mosley was raising up. Regal was telling him, hey, get the referee up. Get the referee up. And how the heck this man passed the brass knuckles to MGF. And MGF said, world star, hit him with the brass knuckles. One, two, three. You're new and should have been AEW World Champion. Because the original plan, if you guys could if you, if you guys could come back with me a little bit, the original plan was Punk dethrone Adam Page. We'll have the summer of Punk. So basically, Punk was going to have two months and a half with the AEW World title. And then, we'll, and then the trilogy of MJF versus CM Punk. Remember, MJF got a win over Punk, I think, in 2021. CM Punk got a win over MJF back in Revolution. Punk was going to be world champion, and he was going to be a champion during the summer. When All Out was was near, when All Out was coming, excuse me, that's when MJF dethrones Punk. Not only beat Punk in this feud, but also become AEW world champion. And then the reign of MJF would have started after All Out. But because of Punk injury, um... And MJF going off. <laughs> um, those plans went out of the window. So he should have been champion since All Out. But like I said, those plans went downhill because of him, because of him going off and because of Punk on uh, CM Punk um, injury. But um, we got to give a huge props to John Moxley. My man's hold it down. From the summer till after dropping the belt to CM, dropping the belt to CM Punk at All Out and regaining it, to now dropping the belt to MJF. Honestly, if PW if PWI PWI comes PWS come back next year, I would have John Moxley top five, top five, maybe top three, because he hold he held it down for AEW. In the moment when AEW was 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 like. In a shaky situation, John Moxley said, "You know what? I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna keep this boat roll. I'm gonna keep this boat going. Like it may be shaky, a lot of stuff is going on, but I'm gonna hold it down for AEW. So honestly, Moxley deserves top five, maybe top three. Come deep PWI next year, cause my man hold it down for um AEW while all the plan, all the plans." That um AW had was going downhill. MJF was my pick. I'm pretty sure that was everyone's pick. And the reign of MJF starts now. So my picks for full gear, I went seven and three. Three of them I got it wrong, which was the interim women's title match, the triple threat match, and the um the triple threat match for the TNT title and the um AW trios. Um, tag team title. So those are my three picks that I got it wrong, but everything else I got it right. Um, all in all, I enjoy Full Gear. This was my second time going over there. My first time was like was um AW's um first year 
Um, they had full gear in Baltimore. I went over there with, with friends of mine, with, with a couple of friends of mine. So this is my second time in full gear. Um, as much as much as as much as um, the owner has been like a douchebag, um, I appreciate AEW. Um, this year I went to three Dynamites. And then one of their first big four pay-per-view um, this year started off in Newark, New Jersey. Um, and then in May was Long Island City, New York. And then September was the Grand Slam, second year Grand Slam. And then last week, full gear. So um, it's been fun. But um, next year is going to depend. Next year for AEW is going to depend um, what is going on and, and things of that nature because Mania 40 is 2024 and my frequency going to wrestling shows is going to like tone down a little bit um, come 2023. So it's been fun. Um, I'm still going to watch on TV. So it's like, I, I don't know why I'm keep talking about this, but overall it was fun. Um, let's see what's, let's see what's going to happen. Um, revolution is going to happen on March 5th in California. So all my people from California, all the people from California, enjoy revolution called March 5th. God willing, it, um, we're still on this earth. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And now let's go to the predictions for Survivor Series War Games. That's going to happen um, November 26th. 2022 um we know war games usually happen in nxt but hunter decided to bring it to the main roster so i'm going to see how this is going to look like so let's go with the matches whatever additional matches um i'll just i'll just um i'll talk about it probably sunday so let's go AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. OC, uh, um, Judgment Day and OC has been going at it for months now. Um, now that Edge is out of the picture. Judgment Day picked up the win at Crown Jewel. Which I don't know why I had that feeling when I gave my prediction. I don't know why I had that feeling Judgment Day was going to win and they picked up the win. AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. This is going to be, I think, the second match. The first match was like, I think it was 2018 where Balor was supposed to face Wyatt. But it was like some wrestlers was getting was was feeling sick. I think Balor picked up the win at that time. But here, 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 I gotta give it to AJ Styles. He hasn't won a a premium live event for a very long time, and I think it's time for AJ Styles to pick up a W. So I'm rolling with AJ Styles defeating Finn Balor. The triple threat match between Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley. And Austin Theory for the United States title. I'm tired of you guys. No, now I'm tired. I was disappointed in you guys. Because when Theory cashed it in on Seth Rollins, which I don't which I think it was a bad idea. I'm not gonna hold you. I think the best thing they could have done was Theory cash it in on Braun Breaker. But it looks like they never had planned for Theory to cash it in on Braun Breaker and the NXT title. Hear me out. Theory was in a lose-lose situation with that briefcase. He was in a lose-lose situation. And I believe that if Vince was still in charge, Theory would have been the one Theory would have been the one dethroning Roman Reigns. Because that's Vince McMahon's protege. He would have dethroned um Roman Reigns. Who knows? I think he could I think he would have been champion at SummerSlam. I think Theory would have been champion 
at SummerSlam. And you guys still would have complained. So it's like there wasn't a lose-lose situation. I would understand that he would have lost it to Roman Reigns. If he would have cashed it in and lose to Roman Reigns. But you guys still would you guys still would complain. You guys would hate on Roman Reigns. So it's like he was in a lose-lose situation. So I felt like him losing the briefcase sucked. And I don't think he should have lost it that way. But he was in a lose-lose situation. But look at him now. We had a more serious, a more serious Austin theory. I was tired of this bootleg Tyler Tyler Breeze. Um, theory. I love this type of Austin theory, and we're gonna have an awesome, awesome triple threat. If Rollins was kind of Aki, Biggie would have applauded that because big mini man slapping meat. But unfortunately, Seth Rollins is like he's like I won't say he's like heavyweight because he's like two fifteen, close to two twenty, but he's not Aki like Lashley and Theory. He's not. Like a bodybuilder type of thing. But this is going to be a banging match. Especially two rings? Come on now. But I still see Seth Rollins retaining the United States title. Now, unless they're going to give this to Theory, cool. But I do think Rollins is still going to retain um, the United States title. So my pick is Seth Rollins retaining. The SmackDown Women's title on the line. Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi Blackheart. I hate this. I'm Ronda Rousey's gonna retain. This is not it for Shotzi. Shotzi is very good. I mean, I know she mess she messed up, especially the Money in the Bank. But I, I love her. But I think Ronda Rousey's gonna pick up the victory, so she's gonna retain the SmackDown Women's title. Women's War Games. So. Bian- so we got Team Bianca Belair, Oscar Alexa Bliss, Mia Yim, and we don't know, and we still have the miss. We still have, we still try to look for the fifth member for that team against Damage Control, Bailey, Io Sky, Dakota Kai, Rhea Ripley, and Nikki Cross. No more, almost a superhero hot garbage. We finally get a Nikki Cross that we always, we always loved and admire in NXT. This. I love this because you have one, two, three, four. You literally got like four, five, one, four, five women who have been in war games, and they were in NXT. So this is going to be, I this is going to be a very good match because the experience does come into play when it comes to war games. Now, now, this is interesting because this is very hard to choose. Um, I think this would be too early for Rhea Ripley to pick up the win and pin Bianca Belair. I think maybe either Ripley wins the Royal Rumble and challenge Bianca Belair. Or Rhea Ripley wins like a title contention match to face Bianca Belair come WrestleMania. But I think I'm going to roll with... Team Bianca Belair winning war games. Um, this is going to be exciting, but I'm rolling with Team Bianca winning this. And we got, oh no, we don't. And then you have the men's war games, the bloodline versus the brawling brutes. So this is interesting. This is interesting because the bloodline, you have Jay Uso that don't want Sami Zayn, the honorary Uso. To be part of the bloodline. 
Jay Uso feels like Sami Zayn is is in the group for his agenda for himself. He is not there for like the bloodline, bloodline. He's there for something else, and I feel the same way. Everyone is loving Sami Zayn. Um, I know some 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 people didn't take him seriously, but I think this is one of one of the best works he have ever done so far in WWE. I like the Sami Zayn from NXT, but this is this is this is very good work from him, from him, and with the bloodline, like this is this is probably be one of the best storylines in in this year's um um this year's wrestling. Now you have the Brolin Brutes, Sheamus, Rich Holland, um, Pete Dunne, known as Butch, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. Now, I will say this: I think Sami Zayn will take this loss, and I think the is either Owens or Sheamus that's gonna pick up the win and probably challenge and probably be the next challenger for Roman Reigns. But I think Sheamus might be the next one because Kevin Owens faced. Roman numerous of times, and he took that L. Sheamus had his fares with Roman, but that was when Roman was the big dog. Now he has to face the tribal chief. So I do believe that the Brolin Brutes will win war games, but it's either Sheamus or Kevin Owens that's going to pick up the win. And I think Sami Zayn is going to pick up the loss for the bloodline, and he's going to get kicked out. And we'll probably see Owens and, and Sami Zayn together. And if that's the case, they'll probably go after the tag team titles. Because I think Owens, yeah, Owens is like one title away to become Grand Slam champion. If Universal title does count as like a world title in WWE. So, sorry about the siren. I don't know who got the GTA 5 stars. I don't know who who got it, but I apologize for that siren. So I got Brolin Brutes winning the war games. So let's go with my picks once again. I got AJ Styles over Finn Balor. Seth Rollins retaining the U.S. title. Ronda Rousey retaining retaining the SmackDown Women's title. Um, Team Bianca Belair winning women's war games. And the Brolin Brutes winning the men's war games. Those are my picks. You guys let me know who are your picks picks and before i close this um i'm gonna bring this up my thoughts and prayers go to jason from power rangers um last week it's unfortunate but um he passed away and committed suicide i think he was going through his second divorce (sighs) i'm gonna be honest with you guys i'm sick and tired of i'm sick and tired of these fickles on media and society shaming men Yes, you have men that are like total douchebags. I get it. But there are men out there that are trying to be their best version of themselves. There are men out there that wants to give the best to their family, not only to not only to their to their future wives, but the bloodline that's got but the bloodline that's going to continue that's going to is going that's going to continue after them. There are men out there that wants to be the that wants to be that wants to be the best version of themselves. But you got these fickles in society saying otherwise. You got these fickles in this society saying that men ain't crap, but when the danger hits, they're the same ones that call they're, they're the same ones that call these masculine men toxic. They call them to hold it down. It bothers me. 
it bothers me that guy that a guy like Jason from Power Rangers, who I grew up watching, passed away due to suicide. And I know a lot of people will say why he didn't talk about it. But y'all the same ones, y'all fickles are the same ones that that would say, oh, he can handle it. He's a man. Y'all the same ones that will say that. Y'all don't keep that same energy. And it bothers me. And it bothers me for days. Like I try to tweet. I try to tweet something positive and and I I, I was in tears. It's not right. Don't say, don't say, oh, he should have said something. He should have opened up. But check, y'all the same ones that's, that say, oh, he's a man. He's supposed to handle it. Keep that same energy when, when, when he's in that, when, when a man is in that situation, when he's in his, when he's in his boiling point, when his brain is about to explode like a volcano, keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. Don't sit here and say, oh, he should, and don't sit here and say why he didn't say anything, why he didn't open up. While, on the other hand, you guys are saying, oh, he's a man. He's supposed to handle it. Keep that same energy. Men's do cry. Men's do suffer. Men's do go through high level of stress. Men's mental health matters. And it's not fair. And it hurts me that Jason passed away and committed suicide because of his because of his going through his second divorce and many of us many of us did not have the opportunity to meet someone that we have seen heck i have seen i have seen him on, on fox like almost every day after school and the fact that we may not meet him because of what he was going through It's sad. It's sad. It's very sad. Men's mental health matters. Don't sit. Don't, I don't want you guys to sit there and be like, oh, he's a man. He, he needs to learn how to handle it. No, because some of us, man, there, there's so much things going on that we, that we don't find solution in the midst of the storm. When so many things are going into our mind, there's no solution. This year for me, like I was going through high level of stress. High level of stress, man. I had, I, there was times I isolated myself. There was times I was going through depression. But I refuse to give the devil his party his I refuse to give the devil his party city celebration. I refuse he to, I refuse to see the devil laughing 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 my face if I would have committed suicide. Lord rebuke that this time. It's sad. It's sad that it's sad that this fickle society will take men's mental health lightly. It's sad that these fickle society Look at men. Look, look at men. Just because you have some men that 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 hurt you, I understand. One bad apple spoils a bunch, but that doesn't mean just because you ate one bad apple, that doesn't mean another the other apple that you bite on is gonna be bad because you tasted one bad apple. Y'all need to stop that. This double standard thing has to go. Men's mental health matters. All humans' mental health matters, especially men's mental health. And y'all can say whatever the hell y'all want. But it bothers me that we we look at we look men, we belittle men in this in the world today. And I'm also gonna close this like guys always reflect and think what you, and always think what you have. I know we live in a in a, in a society where we see social media 
and we see everyone and their grandmother flexing. Just because they flexing on what they have, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean what they doesn't mean they living a good life. You don't know what's going on behind doors. Sometimes, sometimes, and now a lot of times, you got to be thankful for the little things. You know, the job that you have, the place that you live. You know, you can at least you can at least put you, you can at least lay your head. You can at least have a you at least have a place to lay your head because there's some people, especially during winter time, they don't have nowhere to place their head to lay. They don't have a roof over their head. Heck, they don't even have a, a steam to 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 warm the place as as winter approaching. Sometimes what we think what we think sometimes and I'm not a lie when we think um. When we're going through this hardship, it's someone's dream. I'm going through hard. I'm not saying I'm going through hardship because I I prioritize certain things and I'm gonna have to work on that. But my but how I'm living, I'm pretty sure that's someone's dream. Somewhere in somewhere in this world, it's someone's dream. What you have, I'm pretty sure that's someone else's dream too. And what some like just think and just think and be thankful because we saw what happened during the pandemic. Like a lot of people lost homes, jobs, starve, and unfortunately, I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. Unfortunately, when as the elections as the election was 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 um coming, um these senators was like, you know what? Let's 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 put let's put these elections on the side. Let's help the Americans. They never thought of that because they wanted your vote. They wanted you to love them, despise the other. Instead of them thinking, let's help the Americans and whoever they vote, it is what it is. But um, I'm going to be honest with you. For me, I think for that I got to know God from a very young age because this I'm pretty sure a lot of people go through a lot worse than I do. But the things that I've gone through for years, have I not known God? I think I would. I would not be here right now. Matter of fact, we're not even putting this together on my podcast. If it, wasn't for, if it wasn't for God coming into my life when I was young, I think I would not be here. Point blank, period. So this has been the episode of Henny Wrestling Podcast. Next episode, I will talk about the sixth anniversary of Battle Club Pro, which it should have been. It should have been up a long time ago. We are wrestling. Welcome to the Bronx. And um, Invictus Pro Wrestling on Conquer Cup. We're going to talk about all their matches and all that good stuff. So... It's your boy, Henny Wrestling, grown man who loves God and wrestling, and I am out. Take care. Enjoy war games. God bless.